You're listening to the Holy Hot Mess Mom podcast. I'm Heather, and I like to treat this podcast like we're just old friends sitting around in our jam jams with no makeup, a messy bun, and probably some sort of bodily fluid on our shirt from a child. In this show, we chat about homemaking, simplifying mommyhood, Jesus, and everything in between. This is a place where we embrace that life can sometimes be a crazy, beautiful, hilarious mess. I want to give you the encouragement, support, and some practical tips to help you thrive, even when some days you might feel like you're riding the Holy Hot Mess Express. So grab Grab a cup of coffee or wine if it's been one of those days. Relax. Let's chat. As usual, I'm at the YMCA right now, and somebody is lifting weights very heavily, even though I'm in the conference room. So if you can hear that, I apologize. If you can't hear that, then I just happened to edit it out, but I'm not sure. Anyways, today we are talking about idolatry. Catholics are very often accused of idolatry. I think it's funny because every Christian idolizes something, even though we're not supposed to. But because Catholics have these grand cathedrals with the statues and the pictures and the Vatican has these bajillions of dollars worth of art and all these things, we're we're accused of this idolatry. And, And idolatry is putting anything in the place of God. So if you're looking at a picture and you're worshiping this picture as if this picture is going to do something, hear your prayers, answer your prayers, any of that, that's being idolatrous. Um, That's idolizing that thing. And we have to be careful of it because I was actually in Montreal. I tried to, every time we traveled to a new town, or somewhere, stop somewhere over the night, I try to find a nice cathedral or basilica or something cool I can go look at. And and I, it brings me closer to God to look at this beautiful artwork that people have made to honor him and our salvation history and what Jesus did for us. But a lot of times I'll see people maybe leaning over a barricade to touch a statue or maybe dousing things in holy water. And when you start acting as if the holy water itself is going to do anything for you, it's the power of the Holy Spirit working through the cleansing of the holy water. It's the statue that makes you remember Mary and try to point your life towards God, towards being open to the will of God, towards being obedient to God like Mary did. It's not the statue itself. And it's something that I just really think a lot of Catholics are raised almost kind of superstitiously. You know, okay, maybe you're not doing Ouija boards or anything awful, terrible like that. But if you hold a rosary, like it has a power to do something for you, then you're, you're missing the relationship of God, the relationship with God that the rosary is intended to bring you closer to. It's the prayers of the rosary that make your relationship with God deeper. It's not the rosary, the physical rosary itself. I think in this world, we can get really desperate to look at these statues and icons and rosaries and know that it's been blessed by a priest and somehow hope that this thing has some supernatural power to help us. But if we're placing our hope and dreams and security in an object to do something, then like I said, we missed the point. Now, don't get me wrong. I have pictures of Jesus and Mary and the saints everywhere. I have 
crucifixes in my house and rosaries and other icons, but we have to be so careful to make sure that these beautiful works of art are just reminders to turn our hearts and minds back to our personal relationship with God, not that our hearts and minds and spiritual selves have a personal relationship with these things. One thing I will say that if Catholics are wrong about the Eucharist, which a lot of Protestant brothers and sisters say that we are, then it would be 100% idolatry. Because in those moments on earth, we are absolutely worshiping, adoring a piece of bread, if it, if it really isn't Jesus. That's the only kind of inanimate object we're allowed to worship because it's not truly inanimate. It's Jesus in the flesh and it's a miracle and it's so hard to understand. So I'm not going to go into that because you can always go to episode 14 and learn all about the Eucharist and the Jewish roots of the Eucharist and what the church fathers believe, what the people who were there when Jesus was alive and when he came back from the dead, what those people believe about the Eucharist. But I can totally get how someone who doesn't understand those and understand this church that was founded when the Holy Spirit descended on Pentecost, this church that was founded since Jesus has believed these things. And if those things are not right, then we are some bread-worshiping idolizers, but thank God we're not. So anyways, I digress. So when we think of this idolatry, especially from a religious standpoint, we're thinking of, are you idolizing this statue? Catholics have this crucifix. Are they idolizing that crucifix up in the air in the cathedral or whatever? But I want to take a little step further and a little bit past the religious icons of it all, but we're still talking about idolatry. When God said in the commandments to Moses that you should have no other God above him, he meant the golden calf. So, you know, Moses goes up there and he's having his one-on-one time with God and he comes back and he's like, I have only been gone for however many days and y'all are already making cows out of gold and worshiping them. Like, come on. But God also meant, to put it in our day's terms, are you a slave and worshiper of money, sex, productivity, a clean home, homeschool, being the perfect mom, the perfect wife, the perfect Christian, quote unquote, perfect Christian. Maybe are you a slave or worshiper to your looks, to working out, to fitness? And what I mean by a slave and worshiper is, are you putting those things above the God that made you? It's always important to step back and make sure that we aren't giving our time, all of our time and energy and effort, focus, love, devotion to things, people, or to-do lists. And that's not to say that sometimes those things don't need to be a priority. I'm talking about making them the priority. So working out, homeschool, motherhood, marriage, fitness, the way my hair looks, you know, my wardrobe, my Instagram feed, all of those are going to die off someday. None of them are going to be a constant in my existence. So why am I making any of them the center of my personal universe? You know, why are we making any of it the center of our personal universes? In this short little episode, I just want to bring it up and say, maybe, is there anything you may be putting above God? There probably is. It doesn't matter what denomination you are. Catholic, Baptist, Lutheran, Methodist, whatever. I guarantee you there's something in your life because we are not all perfect that you're putting in front of God. And reminder, I am not perfect and I will never claim to be. And I know there's things I put above God and I confess those things constantly. 
every time I go to confession, I confess those things because I continue to fail at this every single day. The fact that this whole topic is even on the podcast is because it's something I struggle with a lot. And I always have to come back and refocus on how I'm idolizing things in my life other than God. You know, I make this huge priority that we got to get out of the house and everybody get together and we're going to the gym. But then I never managed to pick up my Bible. So I can make two hours to get to the gym and record podcasts during the day, but I can't make 15 minutes to open up my Bible. I idolize making homemade meals or having the perfect budget or staying within budget and being obsessive about it or perfectly clean home. But I'm not spending any quality time in prayer with God. So it's really important to just think, how, how can we step back occasionally and recognize these ways that we're having our world revolve things of the world, which like, how can the world revolve around things in the world? You know, how do we make tiny little steps to try to make our world revolve around God? And I think coming to terms with those things that we may be tempted to idolize is a really good step because it makes you more aware of your tendency to put work or productivity or your hobbies, whatever it is, you know, being the perfect mom, being the perfect wife above how you're fostering your relationship with God. So it's just a little bit, something to chew on, think about. And if you have anything you want to share on like things maybe you really struggle with and you'd love help on how to not make these things such a priority because you want to make God more a priority or how you found a way to maybe make your priority list but not be able to get to any of it until you've actually spent time with God, something like that. If you have any ideas, head over to Instagram, Facebook, email me, at podcast at holyhotmessmom.com. You can leave me a comment, anything. Just let me know how you're going to recognize these things you might be putting in a higher priority than God and refocus your life to you and make those little steps to keep God at the center. This episode is over, but there's lots more content for you to check out on my website. Head over to holyhotmessmom.com for all sorts of downloads, posts, and ridiculous stories, as well as the show notes for today's episode. Don't forget to find me on Instagram and Facebook at holyhotmessmom, as well as in our exclusive mama Facebook group by searching Holy Hot Mess Mamas. That's Holy Hot Mess, M-A-M-A-S, so we can connect, share, encourage, uplift, laugh, and be virtual best friends. Do you have a topic or something you want to hear about on the show? Shoot me an email at podcast at holyhotmessmom.com. I'd love to hear your suggestions. If you like this episode, would you do me a huge favor and head over to your podcast app and give us a rating and review so that more ladies can find our podcast. The more great reviews we have, the wider we reach with our support, tips, laughs, and encouragement. I would really appreciate it. Until next time.